Blog Talk Radio. Can I? Baby? Can I? Baby? Yeah. Can I? Baby? Can I? Baby? Can I? Bring it to the six where I really stay, baby. Show you why I am the way I am. Can I? Tell you what I think my biggest flaw is, baby. I try to be consistent, but I can't. Can I? Have an honest moment with you right now, baby. Tell me who the fuck you wanna be. Can I? Get an honest answer from you right now, baby. Cause all we ever talk about is me. Can I? Before I turn the lights on. Before I turn the lights out, tell me who the fuck you wanna be. Can I? Call a steady text you on the hotline. Sometimes a nigga wanna hear your voice. Can I? See you right now, I know the sun is up, baby. Sorry, I don't really have a choice. Can I? Never make you feel like I'm down for you, baby. You do so much more than that for me. Can I? Finally take the time and open up to you, baby. Cause that's the side you never get to see. Can I? Before I turn the lights on. Before I turn the lights out, tell me who the fuck you wanna be. Can I? Can I? Baby? Can I? Baby? Can I? Baby? Can I? Baby?
The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Hi, guys. This is the empress. It is June the 1st, 2016. I finally got the date right because we started over. We're in the sixth month of the year. We're halfway done. And if you were planning on doing it, you got, in this year, you got like six more months to get it done. And if you don't, you just have to lie about it and, and start over again in December. Last night, we had a great show. It was about sex. Everybody likes to talk about sex, but I was kind of shocked that people were so quiet. We had guests of Summer and Ashley on, and we talked about everything from vibrators to conolingas to whether or not men are uh, truly knowing what they're doing or do we need to instruct them on what they're doing. And I think that we made some headway with women just being a little bit more vocal about what they actually want. People need to stop lying. And, you know, that kind of feeds into tonight's show, which is with my new friend, Ms. Shamika Michelle. Are you there? Can you hear me? I am here. Thank you so much for coming on. I have all uh, of my buttons working except for my applause. Can you hear the applause? Just a little bit of applause. Look at Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit of applause. I'm going to get my sound checked together because I don't like to just talk people in because really I was so excited when you answered me back. Again, this is a Facebook connection that I had. Well, I had a moment because her video came up and I just said, what is she about to say? And oh my God, I was on her page all day long. And I said, I've just got to talk to her. I mean, she talks about everything and anything with such eloquence, but such truth and passion. So I wanted to introduce her to all of the listening viewers here on the Empire, which is, you know, this is what we do. We we say it like it is and we tell it like it is. And I just was excited to see someone else doing the exact same thing. So for those of you who don't know Ms. Shamika, if you could please introduce yourself to our listening audience before we get started with our talk tonight. Okay, I'm Shamika Michelle. Um, I'm a writer by passion, speaker, empowerment advocate, and I just believe in living honest, open, and naked, just being free. And Mm -hmm. I started Naked Girls after divorcing, after being in a 15-year relationship, and Mm -hmm. I felt like when I was married that I was kind of living a lie most of that Mm -hmm. time. So once I made it through that, I just felt like I needed to do something where other women or people, period, could have a place to go. Even if they never said anything, they could identify Uh with someone who has been where they maybe are now or, you know, are trying to get to. 
and just be able to, to identify with somebody because I was tired of wearing a mask and so many people just wear masks and they send their representative. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be who I am, good, bad, or indifferent. So right. I started the blog back in 2013, and from mm-hmm. that, it's just been nonstop. Wow. Now, is this a position of just tenacity and and purpose that you've always had, or did the divorce actually bring you to this amount of truth-telling? Because I I, I so didn't know that about you. I looked at the video, fell in love with the website, and unbeknownst to me, some of what you just said was actually the same story for myself, and I had to find that after the fact. I was just not a strong person. Do you think it was a divorce or do you think it was just something that was just a part of who you were eventually going to happen? I think it was who I was anyway, but I was one of those women that lost myself while I was married. Mm-hmm. So people mm-hmm. that have known me like forever, even back in high school, they will always tell me, you just talk so much or you just say anything or God, you in your mouth. Like they would always tell me that. But once I got married, I got married and I got heavily involved in the church. And so Mm -hmm. I, the person who I really was just kind of died. You know how they tell you, Oh, you're in Christ. You're a new creature. Old things passed away. Like everything Uh about me the way I became this little meek, mild, docile. Well, you know what? And some people in church would probably say she wasn't that meek, but to me, I was <laughs> meek compared to mm-hmm. who I really am. So it was like after the divorce and just kind of shedding all of that, I wanted to get back to who Shamika Michelle really was. Mm. Now, and do you think that the church was a good influence for you? Because that's that's true of me, too. I think I was raised in a way to just kind of not make waves, do your best, you know, be good or whatever, but not to be too vocal. They called me aggressive. It, was it the church that kind of hushed you or a combination of church and the whole marriage thing? Uh, the church is on some bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I feel like... The church played a big part in shutting me up because I wanted to be a good Christian. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be that mm-hmm. person that was doing what I was supposed to do and making God happy. So it was mm-hmm. a lot of things I took on for those mm-hmm. reasons. Like, I want to get into heaven. What I got to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell so, me what I got to do. Yes, whatever it is, you know, I'm going to do that. If I got a, a man, you know, one of my friends, we laugh about it. Like when things got tough in the marriage, I had a pastor that would be like, walk around the car seven times. So I was that Christian that I was walking around the car seven times for the walls no, of evil. Didn't. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. Oh, <laughs> wow. Putting a in the Kool-Aid on the on the uh, pillow before he went to sleep at night. Oh, I was terrible. I was, <laughs> I was terrible. I look back at pictures and I'm like, Papa, who this woman? <laughs> I did not Please know who she was. 
Is that your favorite movie? Because that's my favorite movie. The Color Purple is like the, my most favorite movie because I, I've been all of them. I think right now I'm Suge, but I was definitely feeling. I was so feeling it was ridiculous. Yeah, I I think I'm Suge now too. Uh, that Suge Avery, I definitely have that factor. But yes, it's one of my favorite movies. I have several favorites, so sometimes yeah. I'll just you hear me quote something from a movie, one of my favorite lines. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I want to go ahead and get into this talk because when I tell you, I was really excited. I mean, I was a little bit overly excited, and I was look, I just couldn't stop looking. And when I saw that you were connected to the website, uh, Naked Girls, you, did you say Naked Girls came out of your wanting to help others, yourself, or kind of a combination of the two? Because what is Naked Girls, other than just being, you know, you? How is Naked Girls going to help other women? Because I haven't looked that far into the site, but I know and I can feel like you're representing more than just yourself. Right. And I, what I have found with Naked Girls is the more honest I am, the more honest other people are with me. So I'll get oh. emails or messages where women and even men really bearing their souls because they feel like they can trust me because I have told all of my business. Like mm-hmm. people will say, uh, why don't you focus on, you know, on my videos, they may comment. Why don't you focus on yourself? You need to worry about, oh, I have told all my business. Like it is all out there. All they got to do is mm-hmm. do a little research. They'll know everything about me because I have put it out there. And I found that with Naked Girls, because we live so open and honest and we tell, like, really deep secrets that people normally don't talk about, molestation, Mm -hmm. rape, domestic violence, being promiscuous, Mm -hmm. like, women and men will really open up to us. Like, Mm -hmm. I've had men share experiences about being molested. I've had men mm-hmm. share their experiences about dealing with domestic violence and saying, mm-hmm. this isn't something I can talk about because people laugh at men that mm-hmm. deal with domestic violence. So mm-hmm. I just feel like it's helping people get free because that's just where I am in a place mm-hmm. where I'm just free. I want you to Girl, I was like, I want this to be my sister because you are just so candid on your videos. I mean, it's like so non-holds-bar, like talking. Like you can tell it's not scripted. You can tell you were impassioned about what you – every video you were saying it with such weight and heart. I said, she, she for real. Like she really mean it. You can tell when people are doing it just for the camera's sake. But – I want to go ahead and get into some of these videos because the lines are already starting up. And just for the sake of the, the the kind of sort of rules, because we don't really have rules here on the Empire, we do just want you to be respectful. I will not divulge or share any uh, particulars that you don't share yourself. Our shows are always live, and once they're recorded, they're available to anyone. So this is the forum for truth-telling. You know, you ain't got to tell me your name, your address, you ain't got to tell me your Baby Daddy, now you got to tell us none of that, but if we decide to share that with you, she's absolutely right. The more you share your truth, the easier truth seems to come back to you. And your very first video that I saw, 
who was on cyberbullying. And I posted, reposted several of your videos back onto all of my pages, but cyberbullying, you said, was one of the reasons why uh, creating Naked Girls was important. And you called people weak who responded or had some type of emotional attachment to social media. Could you explain that a little bit for us? Yeah, I I just, in my opinion, I'm like, where did this whole cyberbullying thing come from? And it's like mm-hmm. it has to be the new generation, those people that are so attached to the likes and the comments and building their self-esteem. See, when I was growing up, I got picked on for being black. I got picked on for being skinny. I got picked on for having a jerry curl. Didn't know guys. You know, I wasn't the girl that the guys was trying to come after in fourth and fifth grade. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to grind on me behind the library mm-hmm. bookshelves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had, I had to build genuine self-esteem that was not attached right. to social media. It wasn't attached right. to, you know, how many likes or comments that I received. And if I can deal with, a bully bullying me every day in school, picking on me for being skinny or picking on me for being black and a curl. You know, if I can deal with her in my face mm-hmm. at school, I mm-hmm. see every day somebody across mm-hmm. the world sitting behind their computer. They don't, I don't give a fuck about them, you know. And right. I just don't understand how people let that bother them. Like mm-hmm. I didn't deal, man. I didn't been in so many just for people not liking me and because I have always just run my mouth a little bit too much. So I'm like, if I can deal with that on a face-to-face, everyday basis, and I'm still going to school, my mama won't go let me skip school because somebody was bullying me. Are you crazy? I went to school with the chicken pox. There was no way I was going to be able to miss school because somebody was picking on me. So I just right. think when you grow up in a different era, like that kind of stuff, you don't bother people. And nowadays our kids are so technology-driven that their mm-hmm. self-esteem is really just based on social media. And everything mm-hmm. is bullying. You have to tell mm-hmm. everything is not bullying. Like you being a real little bitch. And I got three girls. <laughs> I mm-hmm. My my middle daughter, she plays basketball, and she would come home crying like every day. So and so said something to me, and so and I'm like, you being a bitch. I put her on some ghetto boys, another nigga in the morgue, and I'm like, you gonna learn every word of this. You got to mm-hmm. toughen up. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. do you think that that's more movie. true for the girls? You, you say you just have girls. Did you grow up with brothers, or because I don't have any brothers? It was totally a, a girl house when how I grew up. Did you grow up with brothers? Maybe that helped you I, to be a little uh, bit kind of strong. So I'm an only child, but I did have uncles. So my mom was raped at 14. So I'm a product of rape. I was born mm-hmm. when she was 15. And so she had brothers. She had one younger than her. I think there's like an 11-year difference between us. So they kind of, like, took care of me because she was young. So it was like a family effort to right. raise me. My grandma went to work. They, I had mm-hmm. to stay home with them. My mom was in an all-girls boarding school in Virginia. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I just I feel like everybody kind of had a hand in raising me. My the youngest uncle probably was around for the longest because he was the baby, and I was six years old by the time he graduated high school. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that could have had a, a, a hand in me just being a little tougher. But I also think um, I had a bully in uh, fifth grade that just mm-hmm. really was mean to me, and I won't say her name, but, like, I feel like if I, she was from the project. You know, I lived around, like, up the hill and around the corner from the project. So I won't end the project. She was from the project and she was mean. And I just feel like, well, if I see her, I'm going to be like, thank you, girl, because you made me tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's you. weird. Uh, but do you find that? Because I think men, so you know, I just feel like, be you know, but... everything that I've been through in life just has made me who I am. Okay. But I, I I was wondering Are you still here? The, yeah, I'm I'm still here. Can you not hear me? Are you still I could okay. not hear you. Let me tell you about my phone. I think that my phone even feels like I talk too much. It will automatically, after a little bit of time, just shut me off like you've been talking too long. How how long was it since you lost me? Oh, okay. Uh, no, you. No, we heard everything. We heard everything that you said. I just don't think that you were able to hear me, but we heard everything that you said. Okay, um, yeah. So right. you were good. And I was shocked that there was a female. The bully was a female. I was thinking you were going to say a guy. The, the bully was a female. She was a female from the projects, and she was me. <laughs> <laughs> Just me. Okay, but like three of us at the same time. See, see, it makes. I, I be want to go back to the reunion and just look at them and say, "Mm-hmm, you man," because usually they don't have no teeth. They be uh, ugly, acting back then mm-hmm. and ugly today. I mean, I think that by the time you're in school to that point, not elementary, but of course middle school and high school, the gravity of your personality is formed and people who were mean back then it's hard for me to get over that and I know that cyberbullying is real for some people I just never thought about it in a way and you said in that video I know I'm not every man's cup of tea so you did have some right. bullying and you do get bullying by men as well do you still get it with the with the way that you're functioning now like with your sight and everything do you get that kind of crap now so I think because I'm so just straight to the point, I rub some people the wrong way. <gasps> Who would guess that, right? So <laughs> some of the videos <laughs> that I had uh, got a little bit of negative feedback. And mm. I just, it just tripped me out because I'm like, do they really, like they would be, they was going in like it was really affecting me. Like as if I wasn't sleeping at night, but I was putting my phone to the side and rolling over and going to sleep. Like they were going in as if they are used to that tactic working on people. So I know it works, you know, and I've heard of the situations where people have been cyber bullied to the point where they can't function or they don't want to leave the house or whatever it is. But Mm -hmm. 
it's just amazing to me because like, these people think this is really working on me. And it was just mm. my first real experience with someone thinking that cyberbullying actually works. And I, I know it works on some people, but just for me, yeah. I'm like, I don't have to see y'all. I don't have to deal with you. I don't have to look at uh-huh. you. That's just not going to affect me. I'm not going to have a panic attack behind your comments. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. It, the funny thing is I have administrators on the page. So a lot of times I don't even see the comments unless they're uh-huh. one of my Facebook friends on my personal page. I don't uh-huh. even uh-huh. see them. Because the administrators right. keep all of that away from me. They only notify me if it's something important that I need to look at. So if right. I keep going right. in thinking I have the time to sit there and read every comment, I don't. And mm. I'm like, who are these people and why didn't they take their medicine today? <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew that you probably about four years ago because I promise it, bo- it really did. It bothered me. And I felt like that was my voice, and I felt like literally someone was disrespecting me by the keyboard. And it, it's worse, you know, women are kind of catty. You know, women, you know, they just like to be up in your face sometimes. But when a man does like a, a cyber bullet text war, like, I just got so tired. That's what took me over. I was like, you know, I cannot fight with these women, but these guys are typing, fuss typing harder and longer than the females. I was just like, I, I can't understand it. So I was so glad that you made that particular video. That video. And, guys, I'm going to come to you, but I want to get to one other uh, video that, you know, it, it was just powerful. I think that you say uh, something. Wait, before that you go on, I'm uh-huh. sorry. Any man that's sitting at his keyboard and constantly coming at a female is a bitch. I always say that the only way a man can out bitch me is if he's a bitch himself. Like so I'm I'm going I'm gonna make you show your bitch. If you a man, mm. I'm gonna make you show your bitch with me. I'm gonna you gonna mm. show the whole world just how bitch you are if you keep coming back at me cuz real men, they don't do that. And honestly, right. a real man can say something that'll make a woman be like, "Okay." But when mm-hmm. you get these uh, bitch men on the computer, <laughs> oh, they'll go all night. <laughs> all night, early in the morning, wait till you go to sleep, right. wait till your little light go off, inbox you some crazy stuff. And some of them are so yes. not smart that they don't know mm-hmm. that I can screenshot. I had a blog talk guy that came at me and threatened me and told me he was going to hack my computer and make you know, more to my face onto these new pictures. I said, well, if you can get into my phone, you can get to my naked pictures because they in there. But I don't think you're quite that powerful. And it took him off right. guard because he wasn't ready for, for that level of, of reckoning. And when you say that a bitch made man, it made me think of this next video <laughs> that was about the <laughs> LGBT. I think it's a Q on there. I don't even know what the Q is for. What is the Q for? Isn't there a Q on there, LGBT community? And I know there's lesbian, gay, transgender, and bisexual, and I don't know what the hell the Q is for. I have no idea. I didn't even look it up because I didn't want that in my search engine on. And I'm not homophobic. And you talked about homophobia. Tell us a little bit about that video because I was excited 
to hear you articulate that so clearly about um, them not wanting to be able to be uh, get checked like everybody else. Yeah, they feel like they should just be untouchable. And you know what? Let me take that back. I won't even say they to group them all mm-hmm. together. It's just some mm-hmm. of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting ready to get in more trouble. I'm already in hot water with them. But let me just go on and get in more trouble and say, for me, there's a difference between a gay man and a faggot. There's a difference mm-hmm. between a lesbian and a dyke. I think the gay mm-hmm. men and lesbians heard what I was saying and found some truth to it. The faggots and mm-hmm. the dykes, they was pissed off. So... Mm. <laughs> What's the difference? Because I really don't uh, know, and I'm not even being funny. What, what, so what are the differences? Is it the my mind? Okay. Mhm. Um, there's a difference in my mind. So if I take a lesbian, a lesbian is Ellen DeGeneres and Wanda Sykes. A dyke mm-hmm. are these uh, females that's out here impersonating the omegas. I don't like that shit. Like you're not Mm-mm. a man. You can be a lesbian mm-hmm. all day like, all day long, but you could never replace a man. Period. You can't. Right. You can't become a man. It's not even possible biologically. Stop that shit. And the same, mm-hmm. a gay man to me is Andy Cohen. A faggot mm-hmm. is this little boy that uh, he be posting on Facebook in the little two tops and the little tight ass pants, talking about I can take your man. Yeah. That's a motherfucking faggot to me. I can't stand that shit. I respect mm. lesbians and gay men and transgender, mm-hmm. and I think the Q stand for queer. Somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. Um, mm. I respect them, but these faggots mm-hmm. and these dykes get on my damn nerves, and I'm saying that tonight. Yes, yes, you are saying it. And what we're going to do is to see if anybody else is willing to chime in as agreeing or not or having anything to say. And, of course, we want to be respectful. We're not trying, We're not bashing. We're expressing how we honestly feel because I think one of the reasons why there is so much animosity between the sexes, the races, the economics, and all that type of thing, we never hear each other. We never wait and listen to why people feel the way they feel. We just say, oh, you just mad. You mad because you don't right. want to be mean. You mad because my eyebrows don't fleek. I do not want my eyebrows to touch my hairline. I don't want that. Like, there's nothing about that that's cute to me. But, you know, a lot of people, if you question, you know, or ask questions, it's as if you're homophobic. And we're going to come back and talk about right. that. But let's open up the line. 6979, are you there? Can you hear me? Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Yes. Okay, did you have any questions? My name is Sharisa Jones. I'm calling from Durham, North Carolina. I just wanted to say it's been a pleasure listening to the both of you all. And um, for you, Miss Empire Lady, you made a comment. You had made a comment that when people bothered you, you know, a long time ago, it still bothers you now. Mm -hmm. I actually Mm -hmm. had a young lady that. I wasn't bullying her, but she was bothering one of my friends, and I defended her back in the day. And, you know, right, right, right. I, I said some things that, you know, stuck with her or made her mad, and she's still mm-hmm. upset with me to this day. The mm-hmm. thing about that and is when people do mm-hmm. something to you, they forgot mm-hmm. about it. They don't move on. Like, mm-hmm. 
don't don't hold on to it. That, like try to let it go because it's only mm-hmm. with you. The person that did it, they been let it go. Mm-hmm. Been let what it you go. Have to say? And I'm speaking what for have... I'm speaking for the person that you know used to be on that side. Okay. Yep. And and I don't wanna I don't wanna villainize you because you're a, a woman just as as the person that you hurt their feelings and I think when we're children we do you know, things like that. Shamika, did you wanna right. answer to that in any way? Oh, I mean, this is the thing. Most of the time I and I can only speak for myself. I mm-hmm. will say something not even intending to offend somebody. I will say it mm-hmm. and I'm like it's I'm gone. I'm gonna move on to the next thing. It's like even with mm-hmm. the videos, um, you know, when I was talking about gay stuff on TV or whatever, people are still mm-hmm. commenting on that, and I have moved mm-hmm. on to something else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um, so I have to say, you know, I agree with what she's saying. Like I understand, and if you don't, even if you, so especially if you don't know you've offended somebody, you right. don't even think about it. When you do purposely know, like if somebody tells me I offended them, like I want mm-hmm. us to have a real conversation about it. But if it happened mm-hmm. years ago, like there are people mm-hmm. that I didn't get along with in high school, and I'm shocked when they act like mm-hmm. high school was yesterday. I'm like, mm-hmm. high school? <laughs> what? Like, I'm shocked. I be tripping. Like, I'll speak to them in the mall, and they'll give me this face like, bitch, you know I don't like you. And I'm thinking I have to go back and be like, oh, dog, we did sleep with the same guy. I be them forgot. Cause I forgot most of them. I don't even know their names. <laughs> yes. I mean, sometimes it can cut so deep. I mean, your formative years, and that's well past, I would think, formative, but those are the – the times I think, and I was, I, I hope I don't sound like bitter because I'm not, but it's just, I think that I was just aware of how deeply people went out of their ways to hurt people. And it's like, yeah, I wonder where that person went, where, where did that part of them, because you are, you're going to show who you really are, even as a child. You know, that's just my opinion, but you know, I ain't no doctor. 2513, can you hear me? Last four digits of your phone number, 2513. Are you there? And, and if you if you don't want to speak, that's fine, but just, just answer back if you can, and I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number, 2011. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. I can hear you. All righty. Do you have a question for Shamika? Um, sure. Of course I have a question. I just want to know what made you – um, have be fearless enough to keep it naked. Like what made you? Because I think that's what we all like. Miss um, Empress said we're like, yes, it's so refreshing. We needed that. So what gave you the the? What made you be so fearless? Because that's exactly what it is to just keep it mm-hmm. naked. And as you say, tell yes. all my business. <laughs> you know what? I I feel like when I got divorced. For me, at that moment, I felt like I lost everything. So it was mm. for me. It was like I lost everything. I don't have anything else to lose. That was the mm-hmm. way I felt. I walked away from a three hundred thousand dollar house. We both had mm-hmm. Mercedes. We had a Cadillac, a Escalade. You know that house. 
I watched it being built. I put, I picked out everything from the granite countertop mm. to the, the color of the cabinets to the tile in the. I picked out everything. So to walk away mm. with none of that, it was like right. my hope, my dream, everything that I thought was gonna be for my life was no more. So I felt mm-hmm. like at that point, like I lost everything. I can't lose nothing else. And if mm-hmm. I made it through that. That, to me, was the hardest thing I have ever had to go through in my life. Like, wow. it was, I didn't just lose a husband to me. I lost my hopes and dreams. I lost mm-hmm. everything that I thought marriage mm-hmm. was supposed to be. I lost my forever the way I saw it in my head. So when mm-hmm. I lost that, I'm like, I can't lose nothing else. I might as well just be free. So... <laughs> The uh, eighty four sixty five. You're on yep. the air with Shamika Michelle and the Empress. Did you have any questions for our guest? Have any questions? Eighty four sixty five. We hear you. I'm here. Okay. Did you have any questions or comments about what you've heard so far? No, I don't have any questions, so to speak. I would say comments because I've been okay. following Michelle for some time now, and it just helps me. She says a lot of things that I don't have the courage to necessarily say, and I appreciate her for that. Thank well, you. listen, you on the phone now. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. You're on here with Shamika, <laughs> and you're on here with the Empress. What one thing did she say that you want to be able to say now? Because I think that I, I, I can't even re, uh, reinforce this, how similar our lives are, and I don't know all of Shamika's life, but I feel her when she said when she lost the hopes and dreams that she had in her head and had nothing else she felt to lose, that is what made her be as authentic as she could. So now that you're on the phone, ain't nobody going to tell it. We don't even know your name, baby. Just go ahead and say what you feel like was something Shamika said that you wanted to say. Well, I can agree with her when she said that when she got divorced that she felt like her hopes and dreams, pretty much that was it. I am a younger woman. I'm 24 years old, but I do have a son he's five he'll be five soon and when me and his Mm -hmm. father broke up it was hard for me to accept that that just wasn't going to happen there would never be any marriage my kids if I had any more they were going to have different fathers all of that and even so far as to go back when she documented her going down to um, pack her daughter up for school and it was her and her ex-husband it was just an inspiration because I hope the one day to have that type of relationship with my son's father, regardless of whether it is that way now or not. Mm. See how powerful you are, Shamika. Do you see what you is doing to the community? I mean, it's. I, I promise you, I was having church right there in my little cubicle when I when I saw the very first video. And the next video, this is perfect introduction to it. Is I don't need no man. When you said that y'all need to stop all this. First of all, it was beautifully spoken worded at the beginning. Um, I don't know if that's something that you are prepared to to re-say, but I shared the video, and I was spellbound at how perfectly the poem went with the message of stop lying to yourself, I don't need no man. Where did that come from? You know, just 
really thinking about so I'm I I call him my husband that means future husband like just <laughs> knowing that I am thriving right now like I feel so happy because he loves mm-hmm. me enough to let me be who I am so mm-hmm. I can't imagine saying I don't need him for that because I do and mm-hmm. just I mean I feel so grateful that he trusts me enough to say, okay, I know this woman loves people and people love her. He's not checking mm-hmm. to see who I'm talking to or what we're talking about. He feels that I have the intelligence to be able mm-hmm. to have a conversation with somebody and not do him wrong. He knows that mm-hmm. I'm still loyal to him. He's letting me be who I am and he's allowing me to shine and be a Mm -hmm. woman by my own definitions. So it's like, Mm. I need him for that. I'm thriving off of that. I am doing what I'm doing now because he is loving me the way that he is. And so Mm -hmm. thinking about him and all the other men in my life, my friend, uh, Christina, she also writes for the blog. I'm not sure she's on tonight because she is in Ghana, Africa. I'm so jealous. But her husband my younger big brother like he pushes me to just be go shine do this he pours into me mm-hmm. and it's like I need that even with my mm-hmm. my ex-husband like I know that he wants to see me succeed um there's mm-hmm. a guy you know that's a, a marketing um expert you know gives me little tips like I I need these men god I mm-hmm. need them like I'm thriving because mm-hmm. of who they are to me in my life. I can't mm-hmm. I can't imagine women feeling like they don't need that. I know that I am shining or being who I am because of the love that I'm receiving from each and every one of them. And it's so important mm-hmm. to me. And maybe because like I said, my mom was raped. Mm-hmm. I don't have a father so but there's mm-hmm. been so many men in my life that have just poured into me and then, no, they haven't all been perfect men, but I'm one of these type of people where I understand that you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There was an old mm. pastor, even though I do that church shit, they be saying some good stuff, you know, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that they separate their lack from their worth. And mm. just what they are worth to me, like I cherish mm-hmm. that. And it just right. it's just so important to me. Like I want every woman to feel that. I'm not one of these right. women that think there's no good men. I feel like there are some good men because I know so mm-hmm. many of them. Like right. whether they right. my brothers, you know, or I call them brother or friend or there's so many good men. I just mm-hmm. see the good in them. I want people to experience that and I feel like you keep running into bad relationships because you keep picking the same dude that you just got out of relationship with. Mm, That's why you keep the luck that you have and choose something different. Right, right. So outside of your box, now I I took that literally. I, I, I envy you in that I do not have a friendship with my ex. I do have a functional parenting um, 
kind of sort of plan. We both want what's best for them. But I remember divorcing, and a, 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 one of the persons in my life told me, before it's over with, you will be praying for happiness for him because if he's happy, then he'll be a better father. And if you're mm-hmm. happy, you'll be a better mother. Now, I knew that that was true. And I just didn't like him so hard that I couldn't get past that. But to hear that you were you're able to do that, regardless of what you've lost, um, you saw enough worth in yourself and and knowing that you could start over and find love again. First with yourself, I'm sure, and then and then right. with another. Ninety three forty six. Yeah. You're on the air. Can you hear me? Nine three four six. Think people know their phone number, and a lot of people admit to not knowing their phone number when they call in. Uh, 3471, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, did you have a question for our guests, or were you just listening in? Say something, please. I'm listening in, and I just want to say um, you you ladies keep doing your thing. It's it's very positive. There needs to be more women like you all out there who um, excels and and remain true to yourselves. Mm. Do you think that men men allow women to be real women? Because I'm going to say this, and I'm not even playing devil's advocate because I identify with some of your personality really, really closely. You're just the truth. Can men really handle that? Do you think the average guy can handle a lot of Shamikas. Me? That question's for me? Yes. (laughs) Oh, okay. Definitely not. And it's funny Mm -hmm. because my oldest daughter is 20 years old and her dad is nine years older than I am. And I can remember him telling me at the time, it's going to take a special man to deal with you. And I was, mm. at first, I, of course, at that age, I was offended. Like, what do you mean? You, I mean, mm-hmm. am I difficult? You know? <laughs> but mm-hmm. as time has on, I honestly believe that it takes a special man to deal with me. Um, mm-hmm. It takes a man confident in himself, secure in who he is as a man to allow me to be who I am. So I, I feel like all men, yes, couldn't take who I am and it's not about handling me you know what I mean like I'm not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not um, what's that little eight that just got shot Harambe or something I'm yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> oh, they get in hot water again um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's not about handling me but you know just being able to deal with my personality or just I think I'm a submissive type woman. Like, I think I'm a woman that caters to my man. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I like to be I like to be free. I love mm-hmm. people. And so, like, I can't be with somebody that don't understand that I love people, point blank, mm-hmm. period. I don't mm-hmm. care the color, the size, the sexual orientation. I love people. So even... Like, a man has to be able to handle that. And then I like to mm-hmm. dress naked sometimes. Like, so I don't just live naked. Sometimes I dress naked. A man got to be able Girl, to what's handle that? that and just, you know. What's that? I mean, what's you know, I might go out in a little pot. 
You better uh, do that. I like Lucy. I can't do this. <laughs> That's right. And you know what? It's amazing to me because, see, you're a beautiful woman. So I don't, I wouldn't even be shocked if you dress naked because you can do it. What shocks me is, you know, and I do. I'm working on my personal appearance because I do me first. Like, I have to like it before I go out the door. It ain't about nobody else. The whole weave trend, everybody want to be natural hair. I like me to have some number two all the way down to my back, you know. But <laughs> it's just some things aren't made for some people. And it amazes me when there are women who have that level of confidence. Now, is there, in your opinion, where you just been – one of the videos where you were explaining where these men are not metrosexual, they just gay. You gay, mm-hmm. you say you gay. Is there is there a point where you want to tell some of these women, baby, you can't wear that. That's not made for you. Or do you think that women have exceptions to the rules if they have the right uh, self-esteem level? Mm, that's hard because, you know, I see some women and they look a hot mess. They look terrible, and, you know, especially if they have on the outfit that comes from Beauty World, oh, my God, like, you could, not only is it naked, but it's see-through. Like, I, mm, like, you couldn't even get no good quality fabric to really do the darn thing, and I hate that. But, uh, you know, I'm, yeah, I mean, applaud them sometimes but this is my thing I so for me I don't feel like having on a little bit of clothes gives me confidence so I dress according to how I feel sometimes I feel like putting on a little bit of clothes and sometimes Mm -hmm. I can be all and I can go in the club with long sleeves, long pants, a hat, mm-hmm. and I'm all covered. And still, men are trying to talk to me because confidence mm-hmm. really comes from the inside. So I think, mm-hmm. regardless of what a woman has on, if she don't have that confidence that's exuding from the inside, nobody's checking for her really anyway. Uh, I mean, maybe somebody that you know just needs mm-hmm. a quick. Uh, smash and dash, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. clothes don't really make the woman. The woman make the clothes. So some women throw these clothes on, looking a hot ass mess, thinking it makes us think that they look good, and um, they really don't. They could put on something else, and we would think they look just as fabulous if their confidence matched it. So it's really what right. it's about is the confidence. You know, some of these women that have on these little clothes, and I can see, I can, you got on a little dress, your ass hanging out, your titties hanging mm-hmm. out, but I can still mm-hmm. see that you hate yourself. That ain't good. Mm-mm. Mm. That that's that is so true, and you know, men pick up on that on that very mm-hmm. very easily. Like I've heard guys even say that they can look at a woman in the way that they dress and tell whether or not they actually love themselves or not. I was like, how in the hell? Because I know some very crafty women who they have great presentation, but I know the backstory because I counsel with them, and they're not who they present to be. And it's fearful for them that someone would find out the truth. Like, I threw my truth out there, too. And a lot of times, uh, people get it misunderstood that I'm promoting some of the mistakes that I made. I made some horrible mistakes in, in my life. I did not 
do some things emphatically, but some things I wouldn't have done that if I had been in a, in a better mind state. Is there anything that you would change with your, I'm going to say, your transformation into who you are today? Because it all made you who you are today. Is there anything that you would change in the decisions that you made? Um, and I was going to say no because I, if I hadn't have gone through that, I wouldn't be where I am now. And for me, mm-hmm. it's just that simple. You know, everything that I have gone through made me who I am today. Now, if I think of anything that I would change if I could figure out how to make my breath not be saggy, like I probably would have done that. <laughs> I probably would have changed that a little bit. But, you know, I still wanted to nurse all three of my kids, so I'm not sure how I really would have fixed that for myself. Or maybe I would have added a breast job into my divorce decree. Maybe I would have changed that. But, yes, yes. um as far as the experiences that I've been through, I think they mm-hmm. they truly made me what I am today. So I can't really, some of them, the average person would say, oh, my God, that was so bad. But I had a pastor long years ago that would always say, did you learn something? And back then, mm-hmm. I used to get on my damn news. But now Mm -hmm. it's like I understand. Don't attach good or bad to the experience. It's just an experience. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the main question is, did you learn something? And it's so many Mm -hmm. things that I have gone through that I can honestly say, yes, I learned something. And I think that's why Mm -hmm. I don't hate my ex-husband, even though Mm -hmm. some of the things that he put me through was so bad. For the app, you know, mm-hmm. the average person would deem it as mm-hmm. bad, but I learned mm-hmm. something, and I know that had I not gone through that, I couldn't be the 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 girlfriend that I am today. I learned mm. so much in that relationship; like it just prepared me to be the woman who I am now. And we were young when we got together. I was twenty two when when we got together. So it's like now, as an mm-hmm. older woman. I learned so much, so I'm so grateful for it. Even though it hurt then, I wasn't grateful back then. I really wanted to um, snatch his teeth out with a plier and, you know. <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, I can do this. You know, I made it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think I'm so, you know, fabulous now because of it. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love when you say I, I think I'm the shit. You said, I don't know if I don't know if you know every man gonna want me or or nothing like that. I I want to be there. I really want to be there, and I wanted to be. I won't say those words unless I actually mean them. And I could tell you really meant that. I could tell that that wasn't something just for the you know fact of of recording. I could tell through that video that you really meant that. We got a couple more calls. And then we're going to wrap up okay. 2513. Are you there? Can you hear me? 2513. That's the last four digits of your phone number. And you're still on the air. Are you Are you there? 2513? I don't think they want to talk. You know, I'm, I'm okay. not sure why. <laughs> I don't know why they want to talk. Let's see. 5782. 5782. Hello. 
Hi. You're on the air How with the doing? Empress and Shamika Michelle. What's up, you have any Empress questions? and Shamika? Hi. <laughs> Did you have a question I for know Shamika? Who the fuck mm-hmm. this chick thinks she is making all these <laughs> videos talking all that shit? <laughs> okay, before she answers that, why do do you have an issue with the content? If a guy was saying that, would you better receive it? What's the problem? What's the problem? I like it. I'm just saying who she thinks she is doing all that. <laughs> who so you think you like is. And, and why is she laughing now? I'm laughing because this is one of the men that I said that constantly pushes me and encourages me to be who I am. So it's funny to me that he called in because, and I know that um, my husband called in earlier, but um, that's why I'm laughing because this, he is the one that says that you have to start making videos. Like you have mm-hmm. to start making videos. Like you and you mm-hmm. and he'll tell me shit like you can't be lazy. You gotta do this. You gotta you know, the one that I don't mm-hmm. really necessarily I wanna hear it because I know it's what I need to hear, but he mm-hmm. is the one that will stay on me and be like put I'll call him and be like, you know, we're talking about something and that's how it kinda started when uh Beyonce dropped that lemonade. I called him like having this conversation and he like, you need to do a video. Now he had been telling me already before to do it, but mm-hmm. I just didn't listen. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm laughing because he is one of the people that pushed me. How do you feel about the lemonade? Cause actually I would, you know, I'm, I will admit I'm a little bit smitten by Beyonce, not because of her, her because she's just an artist, and I think there are a lot of artists who can probably out-sing her, out-perform her, but the way that she does things unapologetically, and it's like a sneak attack, like that lemonade just took me, I've been singing Sorry since it came out, but I was just waiting, because I just want to be waving my middle finger in the air and saying, I ain't sorry, I ain't sorry, I ain't sorry. How did you feel about it? Did, what, what, what do you think? she was trying to convey because to me that could be your theme song like that could be your theme song because you are to me that's the same type of feeling I felt like who is this Shamika girl yeah I definitely feel like that little finger stuff I really (laughs) I feel like that especially when they got (laughs) mad at me about that video I'm like I ain't sorry (laughs) I ain't sorry (laughs) I'm going to tell you something about Beyonce. Like, I think she is an amazing artist, but mm-hmm. I haven't always been a Beyonce fan. Not that I hated her. I just felt like mm-hmm. I couldn't really identify with her. Like, she came from mm-hmm. a two-parent home. She was living good. You know, she came out right. with that. I was saying, no, 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 no. When it's really, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this gonna fuck or what? Like, I was promiscuous. So I didn't have time for nobody playing around. Like, either we gonna do it or we not. So it wasn't that I didn't like her. I just didn't identify with her. You know what I'm saying? I was more of a Mary J. Scott fan. 
she smoked a little bit, she drank a little bit, her relationships mm-hmm. just didn't quite work out right. You know, I, that mm-hmm. was me. I identified with mm-hmm. Mary. Beyonce's life was just too perfect. But I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. when she came out with, like, tonight I want to dance for you, I'm like, okay, Beyonce mm-hmm. doing a little thing. But, honey, mm-hmm. when she woke up in the kitchen, Saying how the hell did this shit happen, no baby? I was like, oh, okay, I see you, girl. You done lived a little bit. You done got mad. You done had a baby. You sucking dick. That's when I became a Beyonce fan. I'm like, oh, I see you, look, girl. We a I didn't know this with the watermelon. Wait, the water is the watermelon seeds or something like that. I didn't know this what that was. I, I had no idea. Beyonce went to the strip club and. Beyonce went to the strip club. Y'all had never been to the strip club. That's what y'all said. Beyonce went to the strip club. That's what she mm. did. I think uh, I think Beyonce's music is really doing very well right now because contrary to what people say, people want love. People want love mm-hmm. more than anything. And people actually want the pain, the hurt, and the sorrow that come with love. They just don't say mm. it. Because when you think about it, when you don't have love, what do you have? pain, hurt, yeah. and sorrow. So when you mm. have it, you get in the same thing. So I think people for the first time, but Beyonce is coming out and she's being honest. Women want mm-hmm. what it takes to be in love, but they don't want to mm-hmm. acknowledge that openly. I think social media has done a lot for us to where we don't want to acknowledge the pain that it takes to go through love openly, the I got a boyfriend, and then now I don't have a boyfriend. But when you think about it, when you don't have love, that's all you're looking for. I think Beyonce's mm. music is transcending music now because what it's doing is saying women don't make songs about loving that. I mean, even now, R&B with men, is just like, yo, men sing songs about let me and my homeboy fuck you together, and women sing songs right. about nigga, you ain't shit, I'm going to try to take your money. So Beyonce's music now, she's smart enough to say, hey, I'm married, and mm-hmm. people want real love. People people go through right. shit like mm-hmm. that all the time. People mm-hmm. deal with people deal with cheating. People deal with people wanting they mate. People, some people don't even want they mate to dance with somebody at the club, much less they mate being Jay-Z. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think for the first time, women are realizing, like, yo, in order for me to have this thing that's called love, I'm going to have mm-hmm. to acknowledge some heartache and pain. And I think Beyonce's music did it where it endeared it, mm. it women in two ways. It helped them realize they're going to have to acknowledge that pain. But then it said, well, if Beyonce got to deal with the shit, who am mm-hmm. I that mm-hmm. I have to deal with it? Let me put my heart on the line again. Because women exactly. had got to the point where they were scared to put their heart on the line. Well, right. some women interpreted it as, Okay, so Beyonce gonna go ahead and let him uh, trick off and still keep him, and it's okay that my boyfriend has cheated on me eighty-eight times. Some well, women totally didn't that. get the message. Well, nobody knows that he actually cheated, and then on the on the real thing and not being funny. And this is what I tell women all the time: Have you never mm-hmm. had a man? a true man that you can't live with anyway. See, people, women can easily say, I leave this nigga if he cheat on me. That's because they don't love, love, love that man. When you can't live without a man, cheating ain't a problem. I'm not saying it's right. 
I'm not saying it's wrong, but when you can't live without somebody, when you know you can't live without somebody, when you know you're going to break up with somebody and keep fucking them anyway, you might as well be number one instead of number two. So I don't, I don't mm. think Beyonce was saying that. I think would be, let me, let me act out. I'm going to act. Let me say some real quick for you. This is what white women do. White women come home from work. They come home from the dinner party and they slam the door and they encourage they man first. They say, how dare you let fucking Bob talk to you like that? You practically made that company. When you get their money, you're going to ask for a fucking raise, or if not, you're going to quit and you're going to start your own company. And then she'll say some shit like, and oh, kick your fucking chair on the leash because I know you're fucking that bitch because she was looking at me funny. And they go upstairs and change the babies and they, they grow old together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Black people, I hate to say this, the only two races of people on this earth that care about romantic love are whites and blacks. Blacks got it from whites. No other group of people on this race, on this planet, are choosing their mate based off, oh, my God, I saw him at the party, and he made my stomach flutter, and he made me wet. Nobody, Beyonce and Jay-Z may not have chose up for that. He's the king of rap. She's the king of R&B, so it's kind of like, like an arranged marriage. So when you really think about it, Arranged marriages don't break up because they're not together for touchy-feely love, but that develops over time after a woman that had your child, after this man that did this, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But in America, we as black people, a man can have a mate just because he's cute. And in other cultures, that's not the case. It's like, yeah, uh, rock man is cute, but he doesn't own it in the land. He'll never get any pussy. You know what I'm saying? In America, a man can have multiple women just because he's cute. And it shouldn't be like that. Well, I, I'm going to respectfully disagree. And, of course, at the end of the show, I always have my little say. Shamika, did you, did you are. Mm. What you feel about your friend saying? Because he said a lot. He said a whole lot. And I can appreciate him being your uh, your, your counterpart and, and, and reinforcing you. But I didn't agree with a lot of what he just said. And it's not because he's a man. Um, but I just, I'm wondering what you think. What do you have to say to what he just said? I feel like what Beyonce is doing is kind of what I said earlier, not throwing Mm -hmm. the baby out with the bathwater. So Mm -hmm. I don't feel like she's saying that a man can just go out here and cheat and do whatever he wants and mistreat you to the point where you don't love yourself. You know what I mean? Because some people Mm -hmm. have this uh, agreement that they don't really see sex like other people see sex. They feel like, okay, if you want to go out here and be with somebody else, you do that, you protect yourself, respect me, you bring your ass home. That's how some mm-hmm. people view sex. And I just think Beyonce is kind of telling women with this whole lemonade thing, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like we have seen Beyonce, like Beyonce is that chick, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. Jay-Z is that nigga, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like she understands she is separating his lack from his worth. So it, even if he did go out here and sleep with somebody else and be with somebody else, she knows mm-hmm. exactly who he is to her in her life. So mm-hmm. she's saying, I ain't ready to throw that away over no no old trick bitch that he spent one night with. I'm not throwing that away. We together we building an empire together i'm not throwing that away over no foolishness and i kind of think i don't think she's sending i don't think anybody is saying stay with a man because 
for me, I, again, I use myself as an example. In my marriage, mm-hmm. there was just things I couldn't deal with. I would look at my at myself in the mirror, and I didn't like who was looking back at me. I wanted to die, mm-hmm. and I felt mm-hmm. like the only way for me to get out was to take my own life. So I don't mm-hmm. feel like anybody should stay in that type of situation. But I do understand her saying, hey, sometimes people are going to mess up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you don't mm-hmm. just throw mm-hmm. away your whole life behind some mm-hmm. stupid stuff that they don't even care about. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes they don't even care about it. Like, I I know I can't do nothing, nothing like that in my relationship. But I know mm-hmm. for a fact that if I went out here and I slept with another man, it would not make him equal to the man that I'm with. So I think mm-hmm. what she's saying is, okay, Jay-Z might go out here and sleep with somebody else, but it don't make her equal to me. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. throw that away behind him just busting a nut. I hate to be mm-hmm. so blunt about it. But, you know. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We on the inside. We got a couple more callers, and I'm hoping that um, they have some um, questions. 3471, are you there? Three four. Three four seven one. Uh, yes, I'm here. I think. Okay, did you have any questions or comments about the truth serum that Shamika is giving to us? Just about as as bare as you can get it, uh, or just a comment? Uh, well, I, I'm 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 very well aware of the truth serum that Shamika gives, as well as a, a lot of followers. Um, I mm-hmm. am. I know her very well, and okay. um, like she said, it takes a certain person to uh, be able to accept that because a lot of people, you know, will be jealous or whatever, but I'm very open and letting Shamika be the person that she is. I'm also mm-hmm. one of those figures. I am her boyfriend, and, you know, I'm, I'm listening to this, and she's giving y'all exactly what she does every single day. You the boyfriend. You the boyfriend. See, I love this because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's not often, and I promise, and I'm not just saying this because you guys are on the show, it is not often that a woman can be barely, barefully truth uh, telling, like just just telling it like it is because sometimes, and I'm not saying all men are kind of like needing to be, you know, alpha or whatever, they're intimidated by women who know exactly what they want to say, who know exactly what they got to say, and and don't hold their tongue with it. Most of the time you'll have women who are like Shamika uh, baited down or kind of competed with with their mate. And for you to come on here to show support for her, that's like huge. Like you're not even my boyfriend. Like I'm excited for y'all. Because that you don't get that every day. I mean, you have to know that, right? I mean, all I know that's what attracted me to her. I didn't know who Shamika Michelle was when I met her, but her mm. personality attracted me to her, and I'm so glad that I met this woman because you know we can sit down and have conversation, no holds barred. We can agree to disagree, but we always oh. can. Cons- and, you know, have a discussion without nobody getting mad about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yes, Would you say she's a she, ride or die? Because I don't know what that is. Is she a ride or die? 
I, I would say so. I don't know what that is, and I've been told that men love ride or die women. And for him to come on here, just girl, you got you a good one, honey. Don't don't mess this up, Shamika. Don't mess yes, this up. If no, you need some, right? Don't if you need somebody to fight, let me fight for you. I need you to stay together. You know, keep going where you're going. Two six five six. Are you there? You're gonna be our last caller before we let Miss Shamika tell us how. We can keep in contact with her and her future videos. Two six five six, are you there? Maybe that's two six five six is hey. your phone number. Hey, hey, what's going on, there? Hey, yeah, we can barely hear you. Uh, okay, can you hear me now? Yes, it's I like Verizon. We can hear you now. Is, is that bad? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to this Bluetooth here. I'm sorry. Hey, what's going on? I just came to hop in just to chime in a little bit. I heard I just I just got on. I just heard the Beyonce comments and whatnot. This Taylor didn't see say. Hey, Taylor. Listen, Taylor, this is Shamika, Shamika Michelle, who is like the truth serum. If you've not seen her videos, you've got to – to see, you got to share them, and she she will talk to you about anything and everything. Did you have any questions for her? And and he's sort of a, a truth teller himself, Shamika, on the man side. But it's something different when a female can stand in her own truth and not even flinch. Like you know, it's just empire. Like, you have any questions for her, Taylor? Do you believe that sometimes? When a woman says that a man cheats, it's not that he's cheating, it's that she's cheating herself within her own self-thought? Um, oh, I probably, I'm probably going to get in big trouble for this. You know, I think, I don't really think a woman always cares. I think the problem mm-hmm. a lot of times when we come to a man and we like, did you do this? We already know. And so mm-hmm. I I have found in in relationships, you just tell me the truth, I really don't really give a fuck. Like I'm just mm. feeling like no woman is gonna take my place. I know what I bring to the table. So if you needed to just get one off, okay. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I I can handle that if you tell me the truth. Now you sitting here telling me a lie like, Oh, I I don't like somebody that lied to me, period, over some, even if it's just little bitty stuff. But I know for a fact that if a man tells me, hey, I fuck so-and-so, I know for a fact from experience that I can take that and be all right with it. Because it's Mm -hmm. just something that he needed to do. And I know that she don't take my place because if if she took my place, he wouldn't be sniffing all up behind me. (laughs) So Mm. I don't know. You know, that's just how I feel about the whole cheating thing. Just be honest with me. Tell me tell me where you are. And like I tell my man now, like, he don't believe in that being with somebody else. And I'm fine with that because I don't care to be with anybody else. But if there was ever mm-hmm. a moment that he like, I want to be with somebody else, best believe mm-hmm. I done seen some folk that's kind of fine I could, you know, get with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Mm. It would be like an open door for both of us, you know. Mm. But um, 
I think it's more about just the honesty factor. Like, feel like women are smart enough to be able to take your truth. Now, there's some women, I guess, that can't really handle the truth, but there are a lot of us that just want you to tell us the truth. Mm. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. if we can tell you the truth, then we we on the same page. And just, just don't play me like I'm stupid, like you got a lot of me. Tell me what's really real. Mm. Does that answer your question, Taylor? Because I think she said we don't give a blue. I think that's what she said. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, Basically something like that is, is that if if a woman already has the pre preconception that a man is already cheating, is it that she already has it in her mind that it's already there? Because if he's not doing anything, she's already pre-feeding it or she expects it to happen. So regardless of if he, he's not doing anything at all, she already has set in her mind that's what's going to happen. I think that's wrong for a woman to just feel like that's going to happen. Like for me, um, I don't constantly think every day, oh, my man might cheat, my man might cheat, my man might cheat. You know, there was a possibility but that's not something mm-hmm. I think on, and I shouldn't. Uh, a woman should never treat her man like that's what she's thinking. Just that don't mm-hmm. nobody want to hear that shit that day. You wearing them, mm-hmm. being whiny and being insecure. Nobody wants to mm-hmm. hear that. I know as a woman, I don't want to hear it. So I know it get on men' nerves when a woman is constantly accusing them of something that they're not doing. I think that's wrong. I just think that a woman, you know, if it presents itself that he has cheated, then you have to know, okay, where do I stand in this relationship? Can I make it Mm. through what's happening? Do I feel like I hold a place in his heart that no other woman holds and be Mm. able to hold on to that fact and move forward? But to constantly Mm. feel like, oh, I know a man is going to cheat. No, because some men don't feel like that. Some men don't feel like they have to go out and be with another woman. And I don't mm-hmm. think you should live your life feeling like, ooh, he might cheat. Nobody wants that. That's that's bondage. I don't think about mm-hmm. that. Like, I could find out tomorrow after my man had been on this show uh, that mm-hmm. he didn't been with somebody else. And I'm going to really be like, nigga, I didn't put you on blast. You going to play me like that? <laughs> but, you know, yes. it's possible. And then we got to figure out how to move forward. But on a daily basis, I don't think about that. Like, I don't even, I don't even, I think about forever, but then I don't because mm-hmm. anything can change. I live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm happy. Right now, I feel like you're doing me the way I'm supposed to be done. I feel like you're treating me how I should be treated. I'm not thinking about, oh, the last man I was with did me wrong or my friend's man did her wrong. Women that think like that, they ain't got shit else better to do. They ain't really happy. Like, you constantly thinking on negative stuff. You ain't happy, and I think that anything you think on constantly is going to get bigger, and you it's going to manifest. That's what I believe. Mm. Now, that's that, now that, that's where I totally believe. Whatever you rehearse in your head, some people call it prayer, some people call it mantra, some people call it focus and whatever. 
It'll come to life if you believe it because you start putting energies to that very thing. If I, ooh, Lord have mercy. Please tell us how people can keep in touch with you on social media. Well, um, we have the page Naked Girls. Just look for the woman that's looking sassy. She's skinny and you know, the image is black, just like me. <laughs> so that's on Facebook. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at The Naked Girls. And then we have the blog, nakedgirlsblog.com. And all of those will, you know, lead to kind of how you can email us. I'm the type of person where I like to connect with people. So I do my very best when it's a positive conversation I try to personally engage. I talk on the phone with people. I email people back and forth. That's just something that is really dear to me to actually have real conversations. So although it's on Mm -hmm. social media, I try to be as accessible as possible. So that's how I can be reached. I'm just excited that you came on to the show, and and that I can say is the absolute truth. And how we do it here on the Empire is we just play a short commercial, and then, of course, the big mouth herself. I think Shamika's like my long-lost sister. That's what I really think because my story's almost, it doesn't mirror it, and I'm not as strong, but she, like, was reading my book. Quick commercial break, and then I go Empire. Everything begins with an honest open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. The Empire was listening tonight, and we got it 100 from Shamika Michelle of The Naked girls. And when I saw Naked Girls, I said, all I got to do is put Naked Girls up here and lots of people are going to call in. The phone lines are full and I'm grateful for that. But what I'm most grateful for is just how authentic that Shamika is. It translated through the video, through the phone. So I expect nothing less. And I think the biggest uh, learning point for me was that you pretty much can get down to your lowest point and you still have an option. People forget uh, that there's always an alternative. And thank God Shamika didn't follow through with her thinking that, oh, my life is over, Uh, this is the end. No, sometimes being at your lowest point requires that you pull from inside yourself. Thank God that she was strong enough to see that truth in herself and didn't depend on anybody else for it. It gave her the ability to create who she is today. You know, circumstances kind of add to it, but really you can determine exactly what and who and how you are received by other people. Now, we talked about bullying in the past, and and, and I was glad to hear one of our callers call in saying let it go, but I'm going to tell you this. 
there are some things about experiences that, just like Shamika said, they should be uh, calling points. They should be like taking you to school. They should be like quizzes for the master exam because truly if you are not learning anything from a cyclical happening in your life, you're going to keep on taking that damn test. And if you don't pass and you don't learn, you'll find yourself getting the same man in the same situation, singing the same tune. When you decide that what has happened has a reason and if it matters enough to, to, to figure out what that is, close that chapter and live forward. Like, I'm not upset with the mean girls in high school. I understand why they were mean. That is what worked for them. But what works for me, which has always worked for me, is just being who I am. And if you can't receive that, you know, I couldn't leave out of sixth period. I just had to stay there until it was over. Uh, But now as an adult, if you can't receive the truth from where I give it, you can just exit. Matter of fact, I'll make it really, really easy and just not have to involve myself with you. I was so glad that she said that she thought that her hopes and dreams were lost. Not that they truly were. She just had to dream something different. She had to make some other hopes for herself. And if she can do it, other people can do it. Her circumstances were extreme. She said she was a child of rape. She did not have a father. And that she lost, some would say the greatest uh, examples of success on, on this earth, big house, lots of cars, lots of money probably, and you still can be lost. So things that can be replaced, and I say this all the time on the Empire, if you can replace it or it gets upgraded or it gets updated like this damn iPhone, it's something that you don't really have to have. If you think about it, the things that you really have to have, you really don't get but one of them, maybe a second chance. You don't get but one mom, one dad, one family. You can get several husbands, so those things can change. You can get several wives, but if you have love, you've got, to me, the ultimate uh, capability of, of enjoying everything, and love of self has to be first. I also heard comparing people who are similar and this is a note that I wrote, but comparing yourself to people who are similar to you but not the same as you. I think I wrote that when Miss um, Shamika's friend had called in and said, you know, black people and uh, other people, another group of people on this earth don't experience a certain type of love. Well, love can come in different forms and fashions, and the example is that of Shamika. Shamika's life is hers. There's nobody else on this earth, even if she had a twin sister, that's going to have that particular experience. But there's probably lots of people who've been divorced, lots of people who've had uh, lost families, lost things and stuff. You got to defy yourself. Like, once you know yourself, it really doesn't matter what a whole lot of talk and tweets and social bullying means or says. Like I, I'm, I'm moved sometimes by what people say when it's the truth, but when it's a lie and it doesn't resonate any truth in you, you shouldn't even move on it. Like I'm going to be able to throw up my middle finger and wave it in the air and say it like I just don't care. I don't make videos that I can't say right to your face, I wish to God I can be like Shamika and say those truths without flinching. And the thing is, is her truth is hers. Can't, can't, nobody, can't nobody do 
her like her. I tell people all the time, I carry myself around 24-7. Nobody knows me like me. But honestly, people can be walking around not knowing exactly who they are, just as lost, and then feeding off of what social media says is the norm, feeding off of what your next-door neighbor says is, you know, the greenest grass. Until you understand who you are, why you're here, and serve that for yourself, you really can't do anything for anybody else. That's our empire tonight, and I hope you'll join me on future shows. I haven't yet signed anybody up to do Sunday. I'm going to take a break the next couple of, of nights and be grown. But if you'd like to be a guest or have any information to who you would like to have on our show, just inbox me on the Empress Cooper on Facebook. I'm also Sharon Cooper because I've been hacked so many times. But they both are me. Just look at the faces. I'm, I'm not going to be quite as candid and as um, as Shamika, but I'm going to I'm going to do my best. And I hope that you will find the ambition that you have in yourself to be your your best self. Nobody else can do that for you, and you shouldn't do it for anybody else but for you. You'll attract those things. And before we go, I just got to say I got to give some kudos out to her boyfriend because I'm I'm telling you, there's nothing like a support system that's built on something that's substantial. It's great to have fans. It's great to have people in your corner. It's great to have people who are just riding like entourages. When someone actually has an investment into you spiritually, heartfully, that means something when they show up. Everybody in the world could have called tonight, but he made a point to do that. And I say he get boyfriend points, girl. I think you should do something real special for him. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last night, but you got to go back and listen to it. It's on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the empire. That's D-A-E-M-P-I-R-E. Until next time, this is the Emperor signing off. Good night. Time is now on everything. Took my heart away from money. I ain't interested in fame. And I pray that never change. Ambition is priceless. It's something that's in your vein. And I put that on my name. Uh, only hope I had was selling dope. Was on my grind cause times was harder than the seller flow. My mama told me never steal and never sell a folk. I grew up looking up the niggas that was selling coke. Oh, I was raised by the stop sign No religion, I was getting saved by the Glock 9 By the minute, I was getting paid like a hotline Serving raw, things calling We was dot com, well connected Well respected and well protected And get accepted, was rejected Now they regret it, and get my message Was the signal when I was texting The niggas I was calling was fraud And I learned my lesson, now I move with aggression Use my mind as a weapon Chances are never given, they took them like interception Back. Me and Florence, them going bring that one of them. Back. Easy to dream, a dream, though it's harder to live. They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream, a dream, though it's harder to live. They gon' love me for my ambition. Dream a dream, but we're harder to live. Huh. Look, they gon' love me for my ambition. 
position to win Just to get me some ends Help me pay my little rent Maybe sit in the bins I saw mama praying As she wait on results It was hot in the kitchen Can I wait on the porch? My father was missing Warlord all over north Life was digging me deeper I kept on coming up short Breaking so many laws Waking up in the dark Who cut my power off? It's time to move that powder soft Not too many options When you coming from the project Sitting in the trap Now you moving Cindy Lauper Girls wanna have fun And a nigga with some change And I doubt that ever change Ambition is priceless That's something that's in your veins And I doubt that ever change Ambition is my shit, and I put that on my name, and I doubt that ever changed. For my ambition, he did a dream, a dream that was harder to live. They gon' love me for my ambition. He did a dream, a dream that was harder to live. They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream, a dream, but what's harder to live? They gon' love me for my ambition. Beautiful music, paint a picture, this be my Well wishes to my opposition You niggas probably cop a plea before you cop a pistol I got nothing against them They got fucking potential But every nigga who can read gotta get his issue Subscribe niggas reside where all the lines and killers be And I ain't spending a minute up in the streets But I'm limitless mentally I'm lyrically ZMC LeBron shit I was in the 6 after 23 And family gets everything And money is less important Long as your mama like ya Don't ever love a woman I got a lot of bitches they got a lot of feelings, but I got that green on my eyes and that ain't no dirty symptoms. I retire you niggas, fuck you in your position. They play so them slippery niggas can't even kick it. Got rambling, talking shit to these bitches. You know you real, you don't say it. You know you real, we gon' feel it. Rock. Beautiful music, painting pictures, this be my vision. They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream a dream, but what's harder to live? Look, they gon' love me for my ambition. Everything begins with an honest, open conversation. The empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. 